Hashtag SAFMBTH. And in conversation next with our very own uh, Songezo Mapeke, SAFM presenter of The Viewpoint, Mapeke and the Track for Mandela team have successfully summited um, Mount Kilimanjaro as part of raising awareness and support on menstrual health for the Caring for Girls program. And he now joins us on the line. Songezo, good afternoon. Thank you so much for making time for us. I wonder if anyone actually tried to discourage you. <laughs> First things first, it seems like SAFM has started a soccer club in my absence. So the first thing I'm going to join their team and score goals with, children. Yes, I mean, I wouldn't use the word discourage more than just people raising and projecting their ideas on what they probably wouldn't do mm. and then likening that to me. So you're going to encounter that at any given time. But it was never an option not to go for me. I prepared, of course, physically. But the real preparation and the real test is what happens between the years, and I was always ready for that. Yeah. So mentally, you you, you were ready for it. But how did this idea come about where you were like, actually, I would want to do this? It was just a chance encounter between uh, Fellow Hatang, the former CEO of Nelson Mandela Foundation, his good time and longtime friend, the director or the managing director of Imbumba Foundation, Mr. Richard Mabaso, at some of, I don't know what event we were at, and they talked about, and the conversation led to Track for Mandela, I engaged it a bit more. This is now sometime in 2020, and I was a bit of a novice in the field of hiking, and I thought it was just going to be raising 100K, take to the mountain, and that would be it. I didn't get out of the starting blocks in time so far as it was to raise the 100K, so 2020 came up particularly possible all in 2021 I beg your pardon with all the COVID restrictions 2022 I had a better option but again you know I just kind of like took it for granted and I think it speaks to the fact that mentally I probably wasn't ready ultimately for what this would be it was on 31st of May last year at or about 10 hours when Sina Moyane the expedition um, organizer for this track for Mandela called me and said Songa so you're also not going in 2022 because you have not ticked the boxes that ought to be you have being ticked at this point. And I think that was a critical moment for me just to kind of like take this thing seriously. The Caring for Girls program is a serious affair if you engage with the issues that it touches on at a social level. In as much as it is serious business that they are running and this money needed to be in because they've got a check milestones, they've got logistics to ensure that are met and met with good time while the price is all reasonable. And by then I had done much, if anything. And so in the years since, I, I took it upon myself to treat this thing with respect. And I think that's when everything conspired in my favor. Yeah. And now you've done it. And congratulations. I have. Thank you very much. I did I did get to the top of Uhuru Peak. Not without difficulty, I should add. Yeah. I mean, you're nearly 6Ks in the air. I've never been anywhere near that once. What was air. that experience like? It, it, it was solid. It, it really was. Because, um, first of all, it's... It's a team effort. So it was never me on that mountain alone. We were led by the glorious and imperious Mr. Smusis Ovilani, who, among other things, he has done his summit Everest twice, the first African ever to do mm, so. Mm. So we were in good hands. Just as much we had the support team on the ground in Tanzania, the locals, the porters, the cooks, everything. They They could not be more humble and gracious in service and in the execution of their duties. So with that sort of support structure on the ground, it it's always going to be difficult not to get to the top if and only if 
you humble yourself to the commands of those who have walked the trail yeah. before. And I did, and that's how I got to the top. So, so, so you arrive at the base. Tell us about what happens when you arrive at the base and how long was the journey up until you got to the top? Joburg, Nairobi, wait. Get onto a flight, short flight, Durban, mm. get, I mean, Durban Joburg type flight. Nairobi to Kilimanjaro International Airport, check in. Um, you get into a bus, one hour drive to the base hotel for the night where we get our briefing. First thing in the morning, six o'clock, we are out of that hotel. We are now driving to the Kilimanjaro National Park gate where we pay and register for the purposes of entry. And we do final kit inspection, final team talk, do's and don'ts. We get introduced to the porters who will be helping us ascend. And then about an hour after that, you start the trail. Eight hours on the trail, six kilometers. Can you believe it, Eldrin? Walking at a snail's pace. Yeah. But you've got to do that because that's how the body acclimatizes. You can't do it quickly. You don't want to get the heart rate up. Mm. We didn't, and we were told not to get our heart rate anything above 100 because then we start courting the dangers of altitude. And we did that day one, day two. Day three is called active rest day. So you go from about 3,700 meters to about 400, 400. I mean, from 3,7 to about 4,5. And then you drop again. Um, And then day, what is it now? Day four, which would have been Monday for us. We go from the places called Horombo to Kibu. And you get that about three in the afternoon. Get there, have tea, wait an hour, have supper go for a strong three-hour power nap mm. because at 10 p.m., 11 p.m., you get up for summit night. Sure. Now, whatever mountain you have seen and climbed, with respect, it has nothing on what we had to endure that day. None of us could have prepared for summit night. It was difficult, and then some. You start this ascent at about just before midnight, you're halfway at about six, seven, eight in the morning, the sun pierces, and that's when the danger comes through. You don't want to, one, be out in the sun for too long at the top with just about zero air relative to our experience of altitude. So when you eventually get to the top, it it, it, it took us something like two and a half hours to walk five Ks. Imagine. <laughs> and... Yeah, um, um... We got there eventually, and then as soon as you get there, you're told, go down. Imagine, you you spend so, four or so, five days uh, trying to get to the top. Ten minutes so later, how long you told, go down. <laughs> how long do you spend at the top? We couldn't have spent more than 15 minutes. We had really? to go down. Why? Because if you stay there for too long, a minute becomes very critical. And if that altitude sickness kicks in, which for me it did, well, you've got a long day ahead of you. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's kicked in with me and we had run out of water because I mean whatever I could have done to prepare myself could never have prepared me for the actual experience yeah um, but I got to Uhuru and that's what matters man yeah and we know with previous experiences um, there was one say fatality as well especially with the trek for oh. Mandela um, mm. how were you able like now it's just from a mental endurance perspective able to shift your mind to focus on the goal of getting at the top, even knowing <laughs> what the dangers, the possible dangers are that lie ahead. There are dangers everywhere, Aldrin, and anything you do on the ground at zero altitude, there are dangers. So we were always aware, I mean, there isn't a South African who's climbed a mountain and participated in something like this who wouldn't have known what happened to our beloved Ubuzu. Um, and of course, we respect his memory and the fact that he lost his life on the track for Mandela.
but that was his path, that was his journey, that was mm. his script. That has nothing to do with me. And in any way, it just made me that much more determined to prepare, to prepare my head and to respect the mountain. I mean, that mountain is a landmark, a proper one at that. And you can't go there iffy about it. And you can't go there with any sense of disrespect, precisely because of what you know can happen if one should do so. But that all said, it, it, it was not part of my expectation, certainly. Yep. And you'll do it again. I have my own path next year, in fact. <laughs> all the best. I don't know if Thank I'll you, be man. joining you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Well done, well done, and well done to the entire team um, that was able to summit. And this is part of the Trek for Mandela.